Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Supez. I have two special, special guests with me today. The most special guest in the world, I'd say. I got Alexa. She is our vice president here at SNS Creative. And Rose, she is our VP of Ops here at SNS Creative. So you would have heard our last few episodes where I interviewed Rose and Alexa interviewed me. Today, we wanted to sit down together and have a chat, the three of us. I think this might be one of our first episodes episodes in a long, long time where there's more than two of us or one of us on the on the episode. But we were just sitting having a conversation after a team meeting about how important it is to have the right people in the right seats. It was so so refreshing. We just got off, like I said, a team meeting with all of our teammates, most of our teammates, some are on vacation, but it was just like a proud mama moment sitting back and watching them collaborate and give information and and just like brainstorm. So Alexa, Rose and I were kind of doing a little bit of a huddle at the end and we wanted to bring you alongside. So welcome Alexa and Rose. Hey. Hello. I'm back again. (laughs) For the second time. Again. Isn't it crazy how the Backstreet Boys are like back in fashion? I think you guys are a bit younger than me, but like it is mind blowing. I literally just bought a pair of bell bottoms the other day. I'm like, Whoa. this is my era. I am thriving in this new fashion. Circling <laughs> <laughs> back, like the style here in the Philippines too, or like yeah. kids are like Y2K aesthetics. Yes. True. With all the flowers and everything. Isn't Everything's it- Literally, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the first time in my life where a past, uh, you know, is coming back. Like one that I was around for is coming back and I am living it. I bought a pair of Levi jeans when I was in Florida that are like flared at the bottom and they're all like ripped up. And I just, oh, I'm obsessed. And I bought a Hello Kitty <laughs> shirt. So that has nothing to do with this podcast, but it just got me really excited about the new style. <laughs> so true. yeah. Is there anything, Alexa, that you want to kind of mention or get us started on? Oh, okay. So I think this is a special episode because there's three of us already and there's like almost 10 of us in the team. More than 10 if I'm... Yeah, we were nearing 15, but we did just have to let somebody go. So actually Mm -hmm. two people are gone. So I think we are now at 13 approximately. And it's still, as I've I've mentioned before, it's still so surreal how we start everything with just the three of us Lexi you me and then growing you can share your story on how we grew <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy I like look back to when we used to use Voxer to run the company and oh. you would say like hey boss and I'd be like do not call me that and now I'm like <laughs> I am most definitely the boss like it is not not deniable and now you guys get to be called boss too how does that feel it feels surreal because although I have I've had like a managerial role before, but I've never really 
considered myself like a boss type. It's like it's like you, Nat. Like I don't want to be called that. Like <laughs> I'm just working in the same company as you guys. So um, I think that's what's really important here at SNS is that one of our clients actually said this to me is we've done a really good job at almost like flattening the hierarchy. Even though we have mm-hmm. a hierarchy, we are the leadership team, even from a brand new support specialist or a brand new engagement person or a brand new content specialist, like we're all on the same level. And I think that's something we do really good. It does make it weird when someone does call you boss, but I think you, you, yeah. you'll get used to it. So this might even be our two-year anniversary episode because I think it might line up that way. But we started off, I'm sure you guys have heard my story before who's listening, but I was looking at going back to corporate and looked at my daughter and was just like, how can I do that if I'm going to tell you to do your dreams and I'm going to go back to something that doesn't light my soul on fire. And so I became a social media manager. I got an opportunity to teach at the University of Winnipeg at the same time as a course came up and I took it. I took the leap, was hoping to just make a few extra thousand dollars a month so that I could cover the mortgage and really quickly realized I needed Alexa's help. (laughs) I didn't know it was Alexa, but I went on Fiverr looking for someone to be able to just make quick graphics for me. And at that exact time, she decided to become a freelancer and she was really honest in her application. And I think that kind of gets us to the right people in the right seats because Mm -hmm. after the last two years, I think when we counted, we've let go of over 15 people. Yeah, around 15 in the span of two years. So I think that's already a lot for a small business. It is a lot. And it could be seen as like, we fire too fast, but something that Gary V always says, and he, I sent this to you, Alexa, I think the other day, but he says why he's so successful in business is number one, or as a leader is because he's compassionate. I think that's one of the main things. Like literally it's why our business name is SNS. Like Mm -hmm. when someone's sick or when they have a headache or whatever, we are so compassionate, but we also fire quickly. And we have our core values so set in place, detail-oriented, integrity, wow, the customer, outstanding quality, and teamwork that we live and breathe them. And we also fire by them. And we can tell even as a leadership team, but also as a team team, everybody on our team can tell so quickly if someone's in or out. It's so cliche to say we're a family, but we kind of are. We're we're a work family, right? Yeah. We already have that same wavelength we're in mm-hmm. we we know that these are our core values these are our standards and once we see someone missing the point mm-hmm. of everything we feel it and then the work that uh you see from them is it's just not the same as the yeah. work that you see from the yeah, inmates well. yeah it it's affects just so everyone mm-hmm. yeah Let's talk about that a little bit. So what are some of the things that maybe some of the past people who didn't work out, not that they're not good at what they do or that they're, you know, they can be great at a different company. They just didn't fit ours. But what are the, some of the things that we see that, you know, right away, kind of, we know that this isn't a good fit. What I see is when they don't communicate as much compared to like when we do communication. So if ever they don't uh reply for days if you need <laughs> them if you need them and they don't respond it's a clear red flag especially if it's something really important it's just that the other people in our team i can really see like the dedication they have and how hard working and how transparent they are with 
the other team members yeah. when it comes to work, when it comes to handling our clients and just yeah. having that empathy with the clients' businesses. But whenever we see those other people who are not like that type of person, it's really evident. You can Quite see quickly. it in how they, yeah. Yeah. You can see it and in how they talk. This is very helpful for those of you listening that are thinking of starting a team or have a team because we've had to learn by trial and error. Like I remember we had to let go of someone very early on who was just a disaster. It was actually Alexa's first fire, if you want to mention that. But this episode (laughs) kind of will help you realize that we, especially as women, but it's really hard to be... It's hard to fire fast, just saying it honestly. We get in empathy, you know, we're like, this person really needs this job or this person. Actually, before I even hired Alexa, before I hired Kayla, who was here for a little bit, before I hired Lexi, I hired somebody else. She was, before even SNS fully started, I hired her as a content specialist, found her off a forum um, of people with Crohn's disease. She probably was with us for maybe a week or two. She was my first employee ever. And I let her go so quickly because, honestly, just the vibes. She was great at what she did. She had a business background. She was really cool, but she was super negative. And that is going to affect everyone, right? And we were, I was growing a brand new business and needed somebody who was high spirited and excited and wasn't negative about our clients. And so that's really setting your core values as a employer, even if it's just you. When I do business coaching with clients, it's the first thing I get them to do is their core values because you have to fire fast and hire slow. The higher slow is something that we're still working on here at SNS. But I feel like our vibe and and the team we've created has been so nourishing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to add to what you and Rose have said. Uh, I think why open communication is very important to us because we function in a trust, um, in a trusting environment. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have set time. You can manage your own time, which is very new yeah. <laughs> to all of us. We don't have business hours or office hours. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we can work whenever we can and we want to. So that's very beneficial for creatives because there are times like you, you just can't. You just can't create. It's not, you know, sugarcoated. There are times that everything you do is just trash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, creatives and also those of us that are chronically ill or mentally ill or whatever it is, which is most of us on this team, right? I was working till, I don't know, 1 30 or 2 a.m. yesterday, but the day before I was dealing with a colonoscopy prep and you wouldn't have seen me open my computer or phone. Because of that, trust is so important. I think any company, but more so here because we need to know that we have each other's back. It's why teamwork is also a core value. What have you noticed how in the Philippines, the culture of like when when we have a new teammate, they really want to just nod and say yes and like Mm. appease us, even though if or not, they can do it. Do you guys want to touch on that? Because it's more of your expertise. I think I have a lot of experience with that since I was onboarding a lot of the Philippine team. It's very evident when I onboard them, they're like, yes, I get it. I'll do it. Everything, everything. And then they do it on their own because that's how we're used to doing it. When you go into corporate here, they just give you a short orientation. If you're lucky, they would train you. They would train you a little bit and then you're on your own the whole time. Exactly. You're lucky to find a seatmate or an office mate that would help you, but that's not the case for everyone. And it's it shows 
that that kind of culture has been kind of like internalized with us because mm. when I was super scared at asking you feedback mm. and what to do about something because that was instilled yeah like when I was corporate it gives me PTSD whenever whenever I need to ask for help whenever I need to ask for clarification because it's viewed here like a sign of weakness yeah whenever you ask for help which is something that I really love about our companies when we ask for help it's actually showing like you're strong enough to ask for help from yeah. your team mm-hmm. and we appreciate more and we encourage that and that's yeah. something that I really am bragging about with my friends oh. whenever I'm out because it's something that you just don't see every day yeah. you're it's always so, it, it's so important I think for people who even are hiring their first VA maybe they're like you know everybody talks about going on Fiverr or Upwork and then you get people, we hear this all the time with clients coming to us looking for virtual assistance is I hired someone and they said they could do everything. And then I, they never spoke to me for after that. And it isn't just the Philippines culture, but you really have to think about every single culture. If we're a multinational team or a multinational company or whoever's mm-hmm. listening, if you have clients and or employees or contractors um, all over the world, cultures and you said the things that kind of get ingrained in you over time are going to play into business. And thankfully here we have such open communication that we've been able Mm -hmm. to talk about it. But I find it really affects a lot of other business owners when they're trying to first reach out for their first employee or first virtual assistant overseas. So that's super cool. So another thing I really wanted to touch on is, like we mentioned, right people, right seats. This is something that I learned actually years and years ago when I was the VP of marketing for a multi-million dollar company, is that you can have phenomenal people in your company, but if they're not in the right seat, they're going to end up your weakest link. And honestly, your weakest link is as strong as your company is, right? So that is something that Alexa, you and I have been working really hard on over time to try to make sure that not only are we putting the right people in the right seats, but we also give our team the opportunity to let us know this works for me, this doesn't. Even mm. with content specialists, we're really flexible. We've had ones that don't like making graphics. So we figure that out. We really want this to be a company where you're working on your strengths because if you're doing what you like, then you do it better and clients get better results and you're happy and ultimately everybody's happy. But if you're doing something you hate and you're not good at and you're staying at whatever, whatever it is, nobody's going to be happy. So you want to touch on that a little bit, Alexa? Yeah, because I remember one time we hired someone to be a support specialist and be your assistant, right? Yeah. But there was a decline in the quality of work that we noticed. There was mistakes all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of mistakes, but we didn't fi- like fire quickly. We were about to, but then when, you know, the empathy kicks in yep. and then you just have that intuition like, okay, I know this person is good, exactly. but how are we utilize that potential in her? So as instead of being Natalie's assistant or being a support specialist, she became our podcast editor. Like she's my right hand woman in terms of podcasting she learned very quickly in terms of graphics she did phenomenally hands down yeah yeah she's the fastest learner in terms of graphics that I've already the whole team like she was really good at it so that really Mm -hmm. shows how you can just you can give chances to people not unlimited chances though 
Yeah, exactly. And it's almost like you don't have to, yes, fire quickly, but also that is our superpower as women is our empathy. Right. And so If you know somebody, like if they're not lying to you, if they're making mistakes and feeling bad about it and you're like, hey, well, what's going on? What you did, Alexa, is you sat down and had a meeting with her and said like, listen, this is really bad. This mistake, this mistake, this mistake, like these can't happen. So unfortunately, you're no longer going to be able to be an assistant and support specialist, but we believe in you. We know you're good. What is going on? And that's another thing is the first thing we think about is like, what's happening? We've had a couple mistakes here recently and we had a conversation and it turns out there was family issues and stuff. So like, we're not just employees, we're humans in the first mm-hmm. place. And if you can cater and create a position for someone that they get to do what they're amazing at, your company is going to grow. And I think I really attribute a lot of our success to the way that we treat our employees and our, I guess they're all contractors, but like how we treat our people here, because it it really is the number one thing. If your people aren't happy, I learned this from corporate. If your people aren't happy, your company's not going to grow. Like your clients aren't going to be happy. With a corporate job being, you know, they, they see you as very dispensable as a number. Yeah, totally. You're a number. Like if you don't do well, then they won't even give you a chance to, ex- to explain yourself. Like something's happening. I'm dealing with my health. I'm dealing with family issues. There's no such thing as sitting and then listening. Which I feel is something- like in Canada, maybe it's a, there's a time they're working on it. It's, there's a tiny bit more of empathy, a little bit, but you're still a number. You're still like when I was in the hospital, nobody even sent me a message. Like there was nothing. It was just like, you know, get back and you're, you're, you have time off, you have sick leave, but when you're back, you're back to work. Right. And that is not how we are here. So all of that to say (laughs) the right people in the right seats, honestly, will make or break your company. Um, and it is a learning curve. It's not something that comes right off the bat, the amount of times that you and I, or that all of us have sat down and and created an organizational chart, we do it often because our company is growing so quickly. It's yeah. actually how Alexa and Rose got to the to the v- a VP and VP of ops positions. I, Alexa, you've been through so many different roles. Like I was looking back <laughs> at your LinkedIn. I'm like, customer relationship? Did she do that? <laughs> And we, we changed a lot of um, titles. Yes. But it, <laughs> we were like, what's the right seat for me? We were exactly. always like that. Exactly. And that's keep an eye on the people in your organization. Like even if it's just one person, it was just Alexa at first. And she got promoted to customer relationship manager because she was doing that. Right. And Rose started off, you guys heard her episode, but you she started off like as a support specialist with a few clients. And then it really is looking at the people within and seeing like, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Mm -hmm. And then giving them more opportunities. And as business owners, most of us have worked another job in the past. So think about how you want to be treated, right? As management too, we've been treated shitty. And really most people leave companies because of their leadership. It's not because of the job. We all came into the job because we wanted it, right? So if we're leaving, it's because of usually leadership. And so we, as teams and leaders, we have to work our best to make our people happy. That's our job. I just want to add, the model that we have is not, as you've mentioned, it's flattened. So no one feels triggered asking me or asking you something. And it's very important not to give your teammates PTSD (laughs) just by asking questions 
make them comfortable enough to ask you questions yeah. than having to put out fires because they cannot ask you anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's a, it's a learned thing. You're not going to always be right. I, there's times where, like, I'm upset because five things went wrong and, like, I'll be a little short. And, you know, there's times where, like, all of us, right, as leaders will do that. But also being able to um, fess up to your own mistakes as yeah. as leaders and as employees, I think that's a big thing that we're at. We, we really honor here. Like, we've had people who come in and are just like, the reason I made this mistake because of this and because of this, because of this, and, like, Okay, yeah. we are we are empathetic, but I don't need a hundred excuses. Same for mm-hmm. when I make a mistake, right? Like when I drop a ball about something and leading with example, I think that's something we're pretty good at too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's how Rose really got to hit her position, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, whenever I for sure there have been like mistakes on the way to growth. <laughs> so Whenever I do a mistake, I I just make sure to just let the people know, my team know, because I really like it when you guys like feedback to me and and that I myself honor whatever mistake I made. Because if I don't, I know for a fact that I won't grow. I will not learn to get that thing that I did that that's bad off me something like that so like off your conscience yeah yeah off my conscience and I don't want to feel really guilty about not telling you guys what I did and it's just I know that you can make mistakes and you we're can all learn human. from it exactly yeah. we're all human we're not trying to be superhumans over here like and our clients <laughs> don't need us to be either and that's what I think I'm really looking forward to finding in our teammates as well, in especially in new hires. Whenever they say something that even if it's a mistake, I did this, at least they're honest about it. And that's really something to value. It really is a highlight for us. Like, oh, this is a good person. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Really, yeah, there's a few things that I see like in a new hire when they're honest with us, when we mm-hmm. do this thing on our team called Rose and Thorn, essentially we talk about one good thing that happened to us and one bad thing that happened to us recently. And when a new hire can come in and do that and be like open and honest and it's hard. Like there's a team of at least 10 of us on there. You're sharing like something personal. I can mm-hmm. almost right away tell their vibe and energy. And another thing is when they own up to their first mistake how they own up to their first mistake is a clear indicator on what type of person they're going to be. We're human. We're going to all make mistakes. I make mistakes every single Mm -hmm. day. We're all going to make mistakes every day. If we try to hide it and excuse it, that's going to be a problem. We're honest and open. It's it's so much easier for everybody because we can just get dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know the right people are on the right seats. When they know like, this is my job and I messed up. So exactly. I'm going to own up to it and I'm going to find ways to fix it. Yeah. That's it. As simple as that. You don't have to say, oh, sorry, I did this. It's because something, something, something. It's because someone else. Because, okay, so what are you going to do about it? Right? Like that, yeah. Always, it's like whenever you share the reason, try to make it sound like you're just sharing the reason and not making it as an excuse. Exactly. Yeah, we've had someone recently do an amazing job at this, right? Where they dropped the ball and they had a reason, but it wasn't the main thing that they said. Something to really 
keep in mind as a business owner is to make your, not boundaries, but almost very clear. What are the things that really, really are important to you and to the company? And what are the things that are, there is no leeway here? And what are the things that it's like, a mistake is fine. So for us, it's our meetings are very important. You need to attend them. If you're sick, If there's a family thing, if you're on vacation, no problem at all. Just tell us. We've had people in the past, we've had to let go of someone recently because they kept forgetting the meetings and they would give us random excuses and literal like whatever excuses. It really helps you to see if you, before you even bring on a new person, if you know what are your make or breaks essentially, it takes away that, oh, I don't want to let someone go even though they should have been let go three months ago and they suck, but I don't know why. So that's something that I think is a good tip is having those in place. We are so clear on ours now. Details, teamwork and communication, quality, going above and beyond for the customer. And that also means for the team. And then integrity. This integrity is my number. I've talked about this on a million episodes, but if you say what you're going to do something at a certain time and you don't, that for me is including my husband and including like anybody and around me, my friends, that just gets me for some one reason or another. And so that's really important for clients too, right? You don't want to tell them you're going to do something and not do it. Mm-hmm. So knowing that in advance, you can sit someone down and be like, Hey, you're not doing what you said you were going to do. What's going on? Instead of just brushing it under the table and ending up with a team. I spoke to someone a couple days ago in a different industry where she's like, I want to let go of my whole entire team. I want to fire every single person on my team. She has probably a team of like six or something like that and start from brand new. She's like, I want to even let go of everybody who's good. Whoa. Right. But that's because there is something going on where the the core values haven't been created or addressed and or mm. the people aren't in their right seats. And it happens and it happens so quickly mm. that if you don't fire fast, that bad apple will start talking to another person and will start, you know, asking what how many hours they have or how many what they're getting, whatever. And did you hear that this per- and like it's it's gonna spread. Hmm. literal cancer, right? So it's why we work so freaking hard to keep this team a family because I hear it all the time with other entrepreneurs. You have to have that solid foundation first before you start growing. It's the same way as how you create a building or build yeah. a house. You wouldn't hmm. want to live in a house where you're in like, stick and stones. Exactly. <laughs> so you want it to be very solid and something that would be steady whenever, you know, you can't be on the meeting, Natalie. You have to be out. You have a medical emergency or something yep. like that. Even I would have some sort of external things that I would need to do. We can trust the team inside. Like, okay, they're going to do their thing. We don't have to nitpick. We don't have to watch every single thing that they do. We don't even track the mouse clicks here like <laughs> the usual people do. So that's super crazy. Like, you have to see how you're teammates mouse pointer moves right like my my dad has a gps that tracks everywhere he is everywhere he goes it's insane but why it's because there aren't clear core values and expectations Mm. 
And when there's not clear expectations and you have to nitpick and listen, people have taken advantage of us before. There has been people who, you know, whatever, but because we are so, I don't know, in tune with our team, we can see it so fast. It's like literal rotting apple is like, oh, that doesn't fit here. (laughs) And then the ones who do is they flourish so quickly like Rose and like Alexa, but also like some of our content specialists like Janelle and Marissa, like at the beginning, the overwhelm and things like that, of course, it's, it is a complicated job. But over time, if you are doing something you love, it's going to be easier. That's another thing I wanted to say, actually, that I forgot earlier is I never want this SNS. And I hope everybody listening, if you have your own business, I hope you're the same. I never want this to be a place where you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I don't want to go to work today. Because I've been there so for so freaking long where I'm like, I can't, Monday's coming up. I don't want to. Yes. There's moments, right? We're all going to have moments where we're like, oh my God, I'm onboarding 17 people and this person made a mistake and now I have to fire them and whatever. But that dread on a week to week basis of, I have to go back there to those people. We spend Mm. more time working than we do at home, most of us. Nobody started a company because they want it to be a miserable place to be. As a business owner, think about, do you hate waking up and going to work? And if so, do your employees? And if so, then go back to the basic, create some core values. Think about what makes you happy and what is the ethos of your company? Why are you guys all there? It really helps the day-to-day mundane, stressful things. Even if we have a million things to do i've never really felt like in the span of two years i've never really felt oh my god i have to go back to work i don't want to really because i have (laughs) that happens when we're go 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 10 clients but that's normal the ups and downs of you know you're human we have that stress level like that threshold that we could just you know we need to lie low but then again, it's a good thing that we do have the right people in the core team already. Mm-hmm. Like that, It's something very sweet whenever I'm still awake at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And then people would just say, not just Natalie, even Lexi, even the other ladies would say, why are you awake? Go to sleep. I gave Rose shit the other day because it was like, I don't know, it was like insane. It was like 7 p.m. my time. And I'm like, Rose, like, you're, I'm going to fire you. Get off the computer. I'm just kidding. I would never, but like, go away. <laughs> Those are the right people you want to be surrounded with. Because if yeah, you're yeah. going to have a stressful work, you don't want to add stressful people onto right? it. <laughs> mm. Well, it just shows that that I really actually enjoy working. So <laughs> that's why I just lose track of time. Work around the clock. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even taking advantage of that. Most companies would. They wouldn't mm. set boundaries. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm bragging about the company too much, but it's because I've really cherished Well, we created it together, right? And that's like the cool yeah. thing is everything we've done is together. Like it's not me with this idea and this big dream. It's like even our goals. We sit down as a leadership team and say like, what are our goals? What do we want? Even on our performance reviews, we literally ask like, what is your goal here? What do you want to be making? What do you want to do? What is like the position you want to be in? Because mm-hmm. why not? We have the opportunity. We're great at what we do for our clients. So let's enjoy doing it for them. love it i hope you guys got something out of this episode if not just a fun little chat from our team and the insight to our team meeting recaps 
Thank you so much for listening. Remember, dream big. It's possible for you and your next version of success is around the corner. Mwah.